Welcome to Culture Matters, a podcast that explores the intersection of faith and culture. Hey, this is Adam Griffin, and I'm here with my co-host today, Adam Hawkins. Adam, how you doing today, buddy? Feeling good. Good. We have some special guests on the episode with us today. My personal favorite, regular guest of the show, Elizabeth Woodson. Elizabeth! Hey, y'all. How you doing? I'm good. Good. I'm so glad you're with us I'm this morning. I'm excited to be here. Good. And then, producer of the show, also frequent guest, David Roark. David, how are you, buddy? Doing pretty well, man. Good. Well, glad I'm to so- be back. Good. I'm glad you're back too. I'm so excited about what we're talking about today. This is this is all the rage right now. Everybody's talking about it on today's episode. We'll be talking about the new album, Jesus is King from Kanye West. All right. Has anybody not listened to the Kanye album? David, you've listened? Oh yeah. Elizabeth? Of course. Top to bottom? Yep. More than once? Yep. Adam Hawkins? Do you all know he, who you're it's talking all he to? listens to. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me ask yes, you. Yes, I, I have. I've listened to Are you guys Kanye fans before this album? Kanye fans in the room? Yeah. Yes. Yes? Yeah. Everybody? Adam, not I so much? I think so. Yeah. Okay, you think so? No, I mean, I've listened to, yeah, I mean, he's like been around and huge for years. I don't know how you couldn't He's been one to of him, the most know? intriguing artists, celebrities to me, to me for a very long time. I think intriguing is a good word. So here's, here's kind of the questions circling the Christian culture environment right now. We can talk about how good this album is. We'll get there. We can talk about what you think about it. But for some reason, people are freaking out about whether or not he is a real Christian or not. Is he real though? But is it real? You know, it's like everywhere I look is like comparing him either like, it's almost like there's two teams. Like there's a con, well, maybe three. There's people that are like, I don't love that he did a Christian album or a gospel album. Then there's that, that were like Kanye fans before this. Then there's a group of Christians that are like, hey, he's a super duper Christian now. He's like our new advocate for Christianity in the public sphere. And then there's other people that just want to cast uh, kind of shade, cast doubt. And like, well, I, let's just see. Let's just see what he does with the money from the album or what he does with his life after this. And and this is the debate. It's like become a cultural phenomenon that goes far beyond the quality of the music or the quality of the album. It's like to the base question of his conversion, which he has self-professed converted. Let's let's start first, though, with the album itself. It's called Jesus is King. Uh, Elizabeth, you've listened to a lot of Kanye music. Is this a huge departure from him or is this just like par for the course? I mean, I think stylistically, to me, it's par for the course. It's, and this is the reason I love Kanye is because I was telling David, he's a sampling master. Yeah. Like on the um, track God Is, he samples James Cleveland's mm-hmm. gospel classic God. I mean, I was just like, no, like, it was just so good. <laughs> um, you know, I think the instrumentation, the choir in the back, I just, he's he is, which to me made kind of this middle period of Kanye's music. I think after his mom died, it just got kind of weird and dark um, because he just is a genius. Mm. And so to me, it was just really beautiful to see him um, express his art and put things that are true about God in there, Um, which is interesting because it's, you know, Kanye is is this black guy from the South side of Chicago. And so Christianity isn't something that's brand new for him um, and kind of seeds that I'm planting. And we'll probably talk about that. But to me, the, it was just beautiful because he's just a uh, uh, his musicality and the instrumentation 
he's just a highly skilled artist. Yeah. And that choir plays a huge role yeah. on the whole album. And I mean, what's interesting about this album, it goes beyond just the music is recorded. It's been experiential, even mm -hmm. leading up to the album. It's not like he released it and then it's performing at places. Right. But he's been doing these Sunday services mm -hmm. where there's been a big anticipation of what is this Jesus is King album going to be? Is it going to be like a worship album, which is a bit of a departure from what he's released before? Yeah. It's not that... And like you said, it's not that Jesus has never been a topic in his songs before. I think his first big hit was Jesus Walks, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which is not in the same vein as this album, but certainly not removed from religious uh, imagery and religious talk. And he's often talked about his relationship with God. But what's what's different now? Adam, when you've listened to the album, uh, Jesus is King, what sticks out to you? Any, any songs, any lyrics, any themes? Yeah, I mean, well, just from the standpoint of musicality, uh, Follow God is just an incredible song and Use This Gospel. Those are my two favorites. But I also really love Clips, who's on uh, <laughs> yeah. Use This Gospel. And uh, I remember listening to that Clips album in college and being like, this is good. <laughs> um, and so, and I, I'm, you know, I just haven't kept up with, with them since. And so to see... Then on this record, I'm like, this is awesome. So uh, another fun little guest on that song too, right? Yeah, Kenny G, which is crazy. Come on, Kenny, <laughs> <Yeah>. Kenny G. <laughs> but here's the thing about Kanye. Do you think a lot of Kenny G fans were like, oh, a new new album with Kenny G? We'll check this out. But if you know, here's the thing about Kanye. If you know any of his previous music, that it's actually not too surprising because that he would. I mean, Kenny G is a surprise, but it's not too surprising that he would have an eclectic taste because actually. Um, uh, for a hip hop artist, man, like the people he is, he is um, li listened to, you know, publicly or like kind mm -hmm. of collaborated with, like Bon Iver, which is like an indie artist who sings, you know, slow, you know, yeah. indie music. That's like, I mean, he they've Paul teamed McCartney. up Paul McCartney. I mean, they've teamed up over and over again. So it's just, you know, he is a musical genius. There is no doubt about that, um, or I don't think there's a doubt about that. But uh, yeah, so so from the standpoint of some of the tracks on the album, like they're just some really strong songs, you know. Uh, but then from from the for, lyrically, uh, I also think it's really brilliant. It it's listening to um, a, a man, a complex man, mm -hmm. uh, express his faith and and worship God, uh, and it's 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 really I think interesting is the word we've been using, but it's really interesting. So yeah, yeah, David. So in relation to this album, and it's not, I don't believe it's just promotional. I believe this is a window into a little bit of what's going on in a man's life. But what was your gut reaction when you see or when you hear Kanye West is a born-again Christian, and that's going to be on full display through this album? What's your gut reaction when that, when that happens? Honestly, as much as I had followed him and listened to him, I was kind of like, hasn't he always been a born-again Christian? Like, that was my, like internal reaction to it. Yeah. Um, when you hear him talk about it, he would say that he thought he was, and, you know, he was in some ways trying to be that, but he didn't know how. I think he used, like, the language in an interview that he was asleep, you know, and he feels like he's been um, awakened at this point. And um, so that was my gut reaction. On, on the one hand, it wasn't that surprising, and the fact that he would do a gospel album, I'm kind of like, yeah, I mean, because you've seen this threaded throughout his you know, work, his body of work for since the beginning, really, you know, this, this Christianity, this faith and very conflicted in the fact that he was rapping about other things that seems so contrary to that, but that's sort of the hip hop and rap world anyway. Um, it's that a lot of conflict in that, but, um, 
my my reaction to the album though, I'm gonna I might be the only one at this table. I, I like it. Um, and there are two or three songs that I really like and that are, are moving and powerful. But for me, it doesn't feel quite as solid as some of his previous work. And I don't I think musically or sonically, whatever the word is, that that seems pretty close to what he's been doing in the past. There's some awesome uh, sampling in this album and things like that. Some amazing, you know, guest appearances. But lyrically, it feels like he's still trying to find his bearings when it comes to now not using profanity. Like his vocabulary is more limited now. Like he and he seems pretty committed to like not rapping about like using profanity in, in the mm-hmm. songs. He's said that publicly already. So it, it does, it feels like he's, I don't know what it is. It just feels like lyrically it's not as deep um, as maybe some of the stuff that I've listened to before. Okay. Um, but, but wouldn't you say some of the choices he's had to make, and this isn't, I'm not trying to disagree, but even like to use the um, Sunday service choir though, like is a deliberate choice where he's not front and center. He's actually yeah. letting the music be more front and center. And some of the things he did with gospel music itself. So like, I'm not talking about sampling gospel music, but maybe sampling his own stuff. But like every hour listening to that song and what he did, like I've never heard just there's little things he's doing. Like, I don't know if he sped something up or if he's auto-tuned something. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but listening to some of the the melodies happening in that song and how he's sort of push, pushing two different melodies together at the same time, there's things he's doing and choices he's making where he almost seems more interested, bear with me, in sort of the melody mm-hmm. rather than the lyrics. He is interested in the lyrics. I get it. He's an MC. I, I totally understand that. But I've just, like, what I have felt is from a from just... It is a very different thing to lead and compose a choir, which he relies on heavily in this album, than to yeah. kind of stand up there on your own and be just a soloist vocally. And he does both on this album, but I just thought even that choice, I think, is saying something. And maybe you're right. Maybe maybe that choice is because maybe he feels a little uncomfortable. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's just what he's interested in, but it could be that he is uncomfortable trying to find this voices and, you know, to, to make some different decisions. I don't know. Yeah, it could be deliberate. Yeah. I don't want to just assume that he got to the studio and was like, I can't do this anymore sure. because I'm a Christian. <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't think that was the case. I just, I think that when I look back at like, um, oh, what is the, um, my dark twisted fantasy, like that album in particular, I think it's like the epitome of Kanye. Okay. There's just certain songs that it, they just feel like there's more to them. There's more depth to them. Okay. It, it is a bit of a genre departure from some of his uh, standard hits. Mm-hmm. But I think what's interesting to me is the response to this album has not been as much about what you guys are talking about. It's not quality mm-hmm. of music. Not at all. <laughs> Most of the response <laughs> is all. about the man and about what he's professing sure. to be true about his faith. Let's talk about the response a little bit. What kind of stuff have you guys seen out there as people have responded? Because it is a social media. I don't know if anybody has looked at that. I've spent more time with the social media than I have with the album, because to me, it's it's the humanity on full display, and certainly Christianity in its darkest version, <laughs> just yes. out there. I've but seen, yeah. what have you seen? One, go ahead, Elizabeth. You, you. I mean, I've seen. Um, I feel like I've seen both sides. I've seen other Christian hip hop artists come out, and other um, Christian speakers just come out in support of Kanye, and just kind of welcoming him in some sense to community, and just saying, hey, we appreciate your art and you sharing and your journey. I've seen other people who um, 
or it's like, man, I don't really believe it. Like, this isn't really authentic. And that's, I'm just like, I feel like the conversation about Kanye is more representative about Christians and how exactly. judgmental we <laughs> yep. are, yep. which is, a, yeah. Which is one sad. of his lyrics on his album, Yeah, right? he talks about it. Christians will judge me first, I think is mm-hmm. what he says. Yeah. Over and over, it's like the refrain. It's interesting, you know. I um, I feel like part of it, and I know I, I don't I don't want to get past this part of the conversation quickly because I, I think it's important. But I think part of it is like this desire in us to want some I don't know what it is to want some public hero for the oh, faith man. besides mm. Jesus. And I thought Shy Lin had I I have not looked at. I don't have social media, but I, I so I haven't seen it. But I did see something that Shylin posted, and it was the best thing I've seen. He had ten points on the album. It was like, hey, look, it seems to be real. We need to pray for him. We need. I hope it's real and good album. It's called Jesus is King, and you have an album that's top of the charts called Jesus is King, so we can all celebrate that. So let's pray for him. And I'm like, yeah, that seems like the perfect response. Like, but the controversy of of it all you know i people want to have a public figure. we lionize celebrities all the time yeah. as our standard bearers for christianity and it's always a mistake yeah. and so it just like seems so funny to me it's like look let let kanye if he is a new believer which he's saying he is right he's mm-hmm. to, to his report if he is then like let him be a new believer give him some space about that piece you know as i'm saying as a christian pray for him but let's not like try to hold him up too quickly as like the bastion of all christianity the other interesting point i just want to make really quick is i've found that the secular more secular response has been trying to find any reason not to like it you know or Mm -hmm. to trip over themselves Mm -hmm. to be like musically we think it's great uh and then some other point and so you know i've read some um, some reviews of the album by obviously secular people, and they try to pick anything they can to show why he's still a you know horrible person or whatever. So one is like, there yeah. are no female soloists on this album. It just shows you this is the patriarchy <laughs> of Christianity, et cetera, et cetera. Oh and goodness. it went on, and it's yeah. from like a super that. reputable source. So like Nicki Minaj was supposed to have a part, I think, on Use This Gospel, I think, and there was creative differences. And so... He ended up not using her part in the. I don't know. I don't. I don't remember what it is. But there was yeah, some controversy yeah. over that, and so you've. I've seen in the in that secular side of it. I've seen that argument come up two or three times. There's no female vocalist, therefore, this is Christian patriarchy. So it's just funny, you know. It's just man, it's you just, just brought funny. up probably twelve things that yeah. I want to talk about all day long, and I'm going to try to cover just a couple Christian of them really quick. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> But you think of like uh, the Christian desire for Christian celebrity. Yeah. Like to want to feel, I don't know what it is, they just want to feel like important, just yeah. want to attach themselves yeah, to yeah, like yeah. some cult, like they want to be mainstream culture. Yeah. And therefore, wouldn't it be cool if if we had a cool Christian and like, oh, Kanye is a Christian. Man, this is the best thing that's ever happened to the church. Sure. And we need more Christian celebrities. So Justin Bieber was reading Tim Keller. You're yeah. like, oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Like, oh, Tim Tebow's going to be the best quarterback ever. Finally, yeah, we're going to show him. And it's like, well, what about when he doesn't make the team? You know, Even like, when they okay? start to dress like celebrities. Think of all the preacher sneaker stuff and all that. It's yeah. like all these pastors well, who try to dress like a celebrity. I'm like, what are we doing? You know? Stop mocking my Gucci belt, okay? I, I know. will wear it all day Guys, long. Guys, can, can we talk about this point for a minute? This Gucci? particular point? Yes, I, I really do <laughs> want to Gucci. talk about this. Well, there's kind of a spectrum here, right? Because I, do, yeah. I don't want to mock the fact that Christians should play a role in culture, and it's fine if it's a prominent role. I'm not saying we should not have prominent Christians. What I am saying is that Christianity is a faith system that thrives in the margins and yet seems to, in our culture, always want to be prominent. Mm-hmm. So if we are 
a countercultural faith system, but we want to exist as like the epitome of cool. That's where I have a problem. I'm like, how does, how does that reconcile? We follow a guy who is like, hey, I've got no place to lay my head. I'm impoverished. I'm, I'm going t- to sift the people and send thousands of you away and say, stop following them if you don't believe this really hard truth. And we would rather kind of uh, simplify what we believe, make it just about loving people, fit into the culture so that we could be cool and fit in. And there's something there with this that people want to hang their hat on a Christian celebrity and say, this is great, and other people want to undermine it and yeah. say, like, no, we're going to yeah. see him fall apart. But I think of the one that comes to mind for me, I don't know if you guys remember this, but Shia... Carmen. No, Shia oh. LaBeouf. Do you remember? Oh. Carmen. Do you remember <laughs> when he came out after, what was the movie he did with Brad Pitt that was yes, a military war movie? movie. It's a good movie. Tanks and stuff. Yeah, it was Tanks and stuff was the title of the film, I believe. And he, uh, But he came out as a believer. Fury. And his, Fury. Fury. And his testimony was like cuss-laden, and it was about how like he's following Christ, and he's this born-again Christian, and we would see it. I saw it everywhere for weeks. Like, this is a real Christian. He's not afraid to be real, and he cusses, like, and he's our, he's our new guy, and it's like it lasted a week, and then you're like, well, obviously his life was not reflecting that. And so people, maybe rightly so, are saying like, hey, be cautious, don't hang your hat on a Christian celebrity. But isn't there something else going on here? It's almost like we're we're doubting the man's entire sincerity or almost wishing it's not true. Like there's that response too. I think it comes from the same I think it comes from the same place. I think that it's both it's a desire for a hero. So on the one hand, you have people who are quick to make it the hero, and on the other ones, you have people who want to protect themselves. This is I'm I'm you know, I'm I'm armchair you know, psychoanalyzing, but you have the other side who wants to protect themselves from the disappointment. So they just come and say, oh, it can't be true. You know what I mean? Or they're like upset by the fact that other people are so quick or, you know what I mean? And so they seem to want to attack it instead of kind of having, like we we've said, the, the, I think the appropriate, as Shai Lin said, the appropriate response to be like, hey, let's pray for him and hope it's real. That's awesome. I don't know Kanye. You don't know Kanye. I'm not in any position to say whether this is real or not. Good album, says some true things. Great. So Elizabeth, do you think we should be skeptical of of Kanye's faith or of like celebrity faith in general? Like, is this something like, hey, let me caution you, Christian believer? I mean, I think the fact that we we were called to walk in wisdom and... My mother says, time always tells the truth, mm. right? So you see the validity of people's faith over time. But it's just that that we would treat people with the same grace that it's we want to be treated with ourselves. Yeah. And so we walk in and out of what we would call behaviors of holiness. In some moments, our lives are reflective of the God we love. In some moments, they're not. And so I think the fact that we are even in a place where we like, hey, you should hold off on believing that this person is a Christian instead of celebrating and welcoming and saying, we want to pray for you. And we want to pray that, I remember Brian LaRitz posted something, we're going to pray against people who are going to try to use and abuse you in the name of Christ. Um, That skepticism is our first response instead of prayer to me means something's wrong with our understanding of what the gospel is itself. Because it's like, it's none of your business whether he's a Christian or not. (laughs) It's it's just not. Because there are people we thought were Christians that this year came out and said, hey, I walked away from the faith and I bought their books. (laughs) So it just is, I think... And we're, we've talked about it. There's an underlying issue that's talking about something that's broken within us as Christians. Um, and to me, it's just kind of sad that our response just characterizes something kind of um, 
disappointing publicly yes. when this should have been a really great moment for That's us. Good. Yes, disappointing publicly is a great way to say it. I do think what's crazy about our culture right now is there's tons of people in our culture who are celebrities that are famous, whatever you want to say, politicians, athletes, um, musicians who claim Christ, and yet there is nothing in them that is Christ-like that we hear from their mouth, that we see in their social media, but they came quite, and we give them a pass. Nobody's saying like, hey, hey, be careful, that guy claims Christ, but he is not Christian or she's not Christian. And we don't even call out maybe on the abuses of the position that they sit in, whether it's a politician or a musician mm-hmm. or an athlete. But Kanye comes up with an album that sure seems like it praises our God. <laughs> and people are freaking out like, hey, wait a second, wait a second. Because maybe God can't do what you think he can do, or maybe he can, but he didn't. And you're yeah. like, okay, guys, just settle down for a second and certainly don't direct it vehemently at a man who maybe is a baby believer and make him feel like, hey, first step in Christianity, you're going to be alienated for a while. We got to like really test it out. Like, uh, maybe but just celebrate. Spe- I think it's where we alienate certain people. That's yes. right. Because some people we have attached, li- we've attached the label of Christian to them. Yeah. They act a fool and yeah. we still hold the attached label of Christian. That's right. Yep. But for Kanye, we won't hmm. do that. And so why is there this double standard? Name names. <laughs> I like your podcast. <laughs> That's great. I it's interesting. I I've seen that response less than like the which the, one? Sorry, the skeptical person okay. who's like, I don't know that he's actually a Christian. The response that I'm seeing it goes back to what we were talking about earlier is this sort of evangelical that just seems so excited that Kanye is a Christian. Like my Twitter feed right now, it just feels like people are defending him who had never listened to him before this time and don't know anything about his past music. And, um, it, it, that's the part that makes me the most nervous about this situation. And it's less about Kanye and more about Christians as we were talking about earlier. And I know we joke, about like, you know, we all want to have our hero Christian who's a celebrity, but I think that like there's more to it than that. I think it, it, that is more about a fear about where our culture is sure. and where it's headed. You know, like, you know, we're becoming a society, you know, that is pushing Christians, yeah, to the margins where belief is unpopular, where church is supposedly declining. And I think that like in the same way that we've seen this in politics, this is evangelicals grasping for power. No one would say it that way. And I don't think that like, like people realize that's what they're doing, but I think that that's what's happening. Like we're, we, we're like, man, if we can't get a Kanye, this thing's probably not going to make it. (laughs) Like, again, no one says that, but I think that that's what's going on in our hearts so that when we see something like this, we're just... there's so much excitement and there's some sense of hope as if we need Kanye West, you know, for the church to thrive, for the kingdom to be built. Well, I think we have such a culture of team, like a team idea. And so what if Kanye joined our team? That makes Mm -hmm. our team better. And then what if you find out that within Christianity America, there's a lot of different teams. And what if when he doesn't fit exactly onto your team, like what if he's more, oh, what if he ends up being more prosperity gospel? Or what if he ends up being more evangelical Republican? or, Or who knows? Like It almost seems like people are vying for him at the same time championing this, they're vying for him to join their group, their team. I want him to be our advocate. And there's there's an excitement about that, but I think it's self-centered. Mm-hmm. It's saying like, this makes me feel better about my faith and about my faith system because Kanye, who is a celebrity and talented, might be a part of it. And therefore I'm validated. It's what Brian Loritz said. It's 
That's it's right. not a genuine celebration of his conversion. It's a, okay, how can we use this? How can yeah. we exploit this? Which for... the Bible warns against. Like you put up somebody who's a brand new convert because they're a brand new convert and they're and they're maybe full of vigor in life. And this person has not walked in wisdom and discernment for a long period of time. Nor, And I'm not saying Kanye's not wise, and I'm not saying he hasn't walked with the Lord for a long time, but to, to thrust somebody to the forefront because of the position they already hold can be dangerous. For, for sure. them, yeah. for them. I think yes. that's the point is to say, mm-hmm. I think as I've heard, as we've talked about it, I, you know, to go back to what David said, it, what everybody said, it's self-centered. I think it's fear-based and it's the, the Bible doesn't just warn about the Bible warns about uh, propping up, you know, immature young believers in their faith because it could crush them and they could they could fall, right? But the other thing it certainly warns is we don't hang our hat on any person except for the person of Christ, That's right? right? And so we don't have to put the hopes and expectations on a Kanye West, to, to your point, David. We don't have to put our hopes and expectations on him. We can just say, oh man, great. And yeah. that's it. It doesn't have to be this thing where it's like, he we got to claim him and he's in our space. And that's to your point about the um, and I like what Loritz saying. We're going to pray against people using him. That that's the thing where it's like nobody's listened to him, nobody's ever heard of him before, and now they're all going to jump on the bandwagon. And I don't look. If you listen to it, you haven't listened to him before, and because you heard he's a Christian, you're finally exposed to his music, and you're saying, "Oh, I like this. This yeah. is great. Great." There's nothing wrong with that. It's more the people who it's like, who I'm, you know, I'm thinking of who are going to say he's one of ours, you know, it's more that kind of thing. It's not about liking his music or celebrating his Christianity. It's more about the using him piece, you know. Which is so. what makes me a little bit nervous for Kanye, like a little bit, just because it seems that this pastor who's been preaching at the Sunday services, like what I've heard of him, he seems somewhat solid. I didn't hear anything that was, you know, worrisome. I don't even worrisome. know. I didn't know that was happening. Yeah, there is an interview out there with his his pastor. I can't think of the guy's name. He's not like a name you would have known previously, but um, the part that makes me nervous for Kanye is that I, Jerry Falwell Jr. has responded publicly about this. Donald Trump Jr. has responded. Um, Joel Osteen. You can see that particular group of evangelicals that you're you talking know, about white evangelical white, Republicans exactly saying who, Kanye is now our. They come. I mean, they've come out very publicly. And my understanding is that he has a relationship with Jerry Falwell Jr. I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, and so like that, like I genuinely don't want him to go down that path. You know, like yeah. I want him to to be discipled by someone who can teach him truths about God and Scripture. And um, and I, again, that's you when know, you say that's, you don't want him to go down that path, you're saying you don't want him to be used as a commodity for somebody's political agenda. Absolutely, and that's yeah. why it it does come back more to the not him, but you know the people who are around him or the people who are responding to him. Yeah. yeah, I get that. I, I, one more response thing. I have some more questions too, but one fascinating response that I think Christian culture has a real interesting window into in this moment is how awkward it is for a secular media to address a man who has been mainstream for them about something that now has such religious overtones. And I've seen that awkwardness. It's, it's fascinating to me. I don't know if you guys uh, listen to Billie Eilish. If you've ever heard her song, she has a song that's really popular right now called All the Good Girls Go to Hell. And it's got a lot of religious imagery in it, but it's all like kind of secular would be fine with it. It's about like good girls go to hell and Lucifer is lonely and all this stuff. And it's like, nobody would have any questions about it. I saw a short interview with her where they're like, hey, is that true? Do you believe that? She's like, what? No, it's just a song I wrote. And it's not awkward at all. But for Kanye, I don't know if you guys have watched any of his interviews, but these kind of non-Christian interviewers trying to find a way to be like, so... (laughs) 
<laughs> What's uh? Tell me about. And they're not saying God. They're not saying Jesus. Some of them. They're just kind of asking about. So you feel like things are like different and things are like good. And what what's ha- have you seen any of these awkward? Am I alone here? Have you seen this? Uh, I haven't seen them, but I'm not okay. surprised by yeah. that. He like, doesn't leave any like hole for a non. I mean, he's just as really explicit about Jesus. Oh yeah, there's yes. no way you can kind he of get even around answer, it. He won't even answer questions <laughs> right now. He's like, okay, I'm going to talk about my faith. You're not even asking about it, but I'm going to talk yeah. about it. Yeah. Which I think is fascinating. I do think we have a culture that it, it is very awkward for people to talk about mm-hmm. religion, which should be, in America, one of the safest things for us to talk about over any place else in the world. We should be able to say, hey, what do you believe about God? And that'd be a very normal question. But now that Kanye, who is making it very public what he believes about God, it also has put on full display how uncomfortable we have yeah. become in our culture to discuss somebody's religious beliefs, because in our culture that is all about religious freedom, we've made it, you have the religious freedom to have a very private version mm-hmm. of religion. And if it becomes very public, then it probably should not be on mainstream media. As opposed to what Christian, what religious freedom should be is, hey, you can't oppose this person just because of what they believe, and we should be able to give them an avenue with which to discuss it and have very good dialogues around it. And that permeates all the way down to the believer who wants to evangelize their neighbor or their coworker. If it's just as awkward for us to talk to the person sitting next to us without a million people watching on TV, no wonder it's crazy awkward for people knowing there's tens of millions of people watching and trying to navigate, how am I gonna ask this superstar about his religion? That seems like it's taboo. Well, let's be honest though about Kanye. He hasn't ever seemed like an easy interview. (laughs) That dude always says crazy stuff. And if you think about like even some positions he's taken, like, I mean, which I don't, look, you know, the other thing about, I mean, obviously he's like poetic, right? And so I don't even know how to understand half the stuff he says publicly, but like wearing a MAGA hat, like, you know, which the media would be uncomfortable with anyway. So even when he's doing that, I remember media being like, so things have changed. It's like a very similar, you know what I mean? It's like a very similar response from them. Flashback a decade ago when he's on national television and he says, George George Bush Bush doesn't care about black people. people. Yeah, Yeah. He he refuses one of my favorite. He was a great moment. moment. Very, very uncomfortable <laughs> Michael Myers. Yeah. Canadian Mike Myers just, oh, okay. <laughs> Back to the Try, studio. He's trying to yeah. like stay on script. Yeah. Anyways, so just to be, you know, he, he doesn't seem like an easy interview. That's he's, all I'll He's say. a bit erratic. <laughs> yeah. So how should Christians feel about this? I mean, not just the album, not just Kanye, but the public discourse what advice, if somebody comes to you from your church and says, hey, what am I supposed to do with all this Kanye stuff? Do you tell them, like, hey, just just chill, take it for what it is? Or do you feel like there's some good wisdom that we have to offer today? Man, I would, I would say first, just stop and celebrate. Don't be cynical and thank the Lord that, you know, for saving Kanye. And, and knowing that, you know, as Elizabeth said, you know, time will tell if, you know, and if he's bearing fruit with repentance and we see that, then that's, that'll be affirmed over time. I think it's good to celebrate that, to pray for him, enjoy the music is what I would say. It's, it's good. I know I was criticizing it earlier, but it it is good. It's, it's good. I'm, it's because he's so great and he's done things in the past that it's just when I'm comparing it to that, I wanted to make that clear. Um, I would say if you decide to go back to his previous albums, know that they're going to have some different language on there. That doesn't mean that you couldn't carefully and intelligently 
go back and explore that music if um, you're interested. And uh, there's, yeah, there are a lot of great songs to, to check out. But, um, and then the, the other thing is just like, yeah, think about your own heart. Are you excited because you are fear, fearful of where the church is and mm-hmm. you think that we need this, like, and, and that God's not going to get this done without a Kanye West. And if that's your motivation in some weird way, I would, you know, I would work through that. At the same time, we, we talk about on the show all the time, you know, like for Christians to change culture, it's being in the center of culture yeah. in the arts and the entertainment. And we've not been great at doing that as Christians. So there is something that like, if this, depending on how this pans out, there is something really beautiful that could come from it. So I don't want to, you know, undermine that as well. Yeah. That's, that's my wisdom, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I think it's similar to David. It's to celebrate. It's to pray for Kanye. It's just to enjoy his art. You know, I think he's invited us into his experience and you can see him wrestling with what it means to be a Christian. And and he also says some really strong things. And so how well are you able to explicitly express your faith and what you believe in that he lives in this world that most of us have never even encountered? Um, And just his ability to talk about these things in the midst of that world man, just celebrate, pray for, enjoy his art. Um, and then have it as an opportunity to have discussions about faith with other people, believers and non-believers, because there are going to be a lot of non-believers. And who? And I think about who Kanye wrote this album for. Mm. I don't think he wrote it for us as evangelical Christians. <laughs> I feel like he probably wrote it more for his friends in the community that he's in. Mm. And so conversations with other people who have more in common with Kanye in the middle period of his career and being able to talk to them about faith. Um, and so I think it opened up some good conversations about how we just evangelize and share what we believe um, about God in a creative fashion. That's good. I think a couple of things, closing thoughts. I, we certainly follow a God who is capable of saving Kanye. Everybody agree? Like, this is not something we're like, well, God would not do that. There's no way. So any doubt that we cast on his conversion or the uh, genuineness of us or the longevity of his uh, pursuit of integrity— if any of that doubt is based on would God do this, we have certainly do, seen God do this and more. He is capable of saving a man like Kanye and preserving his holiness and preserving the holiness of God's name. And there's also something here about do we need to agree with somebody 100% in order to enjoy listening to them or in order to allow them to have a voice in our culture? And I would say almost exclusively, no, that is that is not the case. There you're going to have trouble finding anybody you agree with 100%. So to find a man who's advocating for the Christian faith on a public, uh, in a public world, in a, in a public way, man, we can celebrate that. That's great because God will get the glory. Not because this is something that's great for our team or great for our sliver of society, although it may be great for Christianity. I'm sure that the Lord will use it however he sees fit. This might be... Um, this might be the opening up of a, of a new avenue for Christians in the public sphere. It might also make things even harder. Either way, my faith is in God, that God will use it to His glory and for His good. So I am not afraid of the future of Kanye's music. I'm not afraid of what he might say, because he does not speak on my behalf. He does, however, have the opportunity that everybody has to bring glory to God and with his platform to do it in a profound and substantial way. So let's pray to God that he would save even those people we believe are very far from him, even those people that we may be doubting the Lord would do something to save them. 
let us pray for those people in this moment, and let us celebrate the fact that we have a God capable of doing something like this that would be a profound impact on our culture. Thanks for listening to Culture Matters. We'll be back soon with another episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, you can rate and review us any place you listen to podcasts and follow us on Instagram. We certainly love you. Looking forward to talking with you again soon. God bless you.